0: All right, hey everyone, we're here at the museum Hey, what's up everybody? We're chilling out in the Monsters Club here yeah. Hey, camera person, you want to take a look around the walls here? Show everybody what the Monsters Clubhouse looks like? Uh, yeah, we came in here and we found out that this is a place mostly
1: for children um, There's yeah, some, some, some pictures in. here that you can color of Godzilla uh, I can't color mine, he took all the Godzilla colors All they had left is baby blue well, I mean, if you were creative, you could use purple, orange, okay. blue, brown. Well,
0: Godzilla does gray, have some purple
1: in him. If you, if, I mean, I'm currently using the only green. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, would, I would love to give it to you. So, we come
0: here, um, hearing that they have a Godzilla display, and they kind of draw this line, this thread that Godzilla is based off of the old dragon mythologies um, from Asia and around the world, but they don't really explore that very much here in the museum. No. And uh, if you do your own research at home, you find out that Godzilla is based more off, like, the atom bombs that yeah. head off. And some actual, like, real-world, actual radiation events that happened out at sea that kind of scared the Japanese people and made them think that there was some monstrous entity out in the ocean yeah. that was uh, coming for them. And that was kind of the birth of the Godzilla... Well, mythos. So at this display, they kind of say he's based on these dragon mythologies, but then they don't even really go into the dragon mythologies. so we're kind of left to do our own research.
1: Yeah, this is what we're doing right now. We're doing some research.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to get into the uh, spirit of the beast right now, Um, but we're gonna return to the studio in a second and give everybody the true story.
1: Thank you. Um...
0: Hello, everybody! It's Saturday at noon, and you know what that means. It's time for the Mega Strange Podcast. What do you think of my new bit?
1: Uh, it's reminding me that one time I tried to do a bit, and then you got really mad. <laughs> what? Remember when uh, I was trying to... <laughs> it's, I think enough time has passed so we could talk about this.
0: You're comparing
1: this bit <laughs> to one of your bits? This is gold. Yeah, that is to gold. Your bitch. No, I agree. Uh, for the audience, uh, I- <laughs> I'll stop. No, it's fine. I once put on a skull mask, kept saying I was the ghost of COVID pe- present.
0: I started making my eyes water. Oh yeah. I don't know. It's late. It for is us late here. I'm tired. I'm chugging my nutter's coffee. Yeah. And I wanted to get it fired up with like a funny, scary, that was strange. Funny and scary. Routine comedy routine because this is the Mega Strange podcast. Hello, we're a couple of comedians, a couple of goofs, a couple of knuckleheads, Johnny and Derek. <laughs> what the? Fuck?
1: There's this movie and Kristen. Oh yeah, and Kristen's, Kristen's here.
0: with us too, creeping on us like a cryptid Bigfoot hunter that she is.
1: <laughs> I think that has actually scared a bunch of people. Like when they when they notice her,
0: it has unironically and legitimately scared me. <laughs> I've been on camera and I'd be like, who the fuck's behind? Oh, it's the cutout.
1: I think either Rocco or Kevin put that thing uh, in front of a door over there when I was uh, streaming. And I came out and it was just, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Um, Anyway. Anyway,
0: today's episode is a very special episode. So special. Um, But I want to start it with story time. Okay. You've probably already clicked this episode so you know what the title of the episode is. You probably know what this episode is about. But regardless, we're gonna go back in time. We're gonna start with a history lesson. And I wanna share with everybody the story of a little fishing boat called Lucky Dragon Number Five. You ever heard of Lucky Dragon Number Five? No. Well, let me tell you about old Lucky Dragon Number Five. It was a Japanese fishing boat that had a crew of 23 men, um, and it went out. On a tuna hunting expedition on March 1st, 1954.
1: Um, do you have the Japanese? Was it actually in English, like Lucky Dragon number five? No, that's is something Ichi. I was trying to remember how to count the to five. the English translation. Sorry, uh, continue. I, I don't have the no, you're fine. Japanese name. Here. I wish I did because yeah. it was
0: all over uh, the research that I was doing, but I just used the English one.
1: Yeah.
0: Ichi ni I don't Chi? know what
1: five is. Chi?
0: Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the comments. They're letting you know right now. You could just read in the comments. Yeah. All right. All right. So on March first, nineteen fifty-four, this ship of twenty-three sailors, fishermen goes out, and at six forty-five in the morning, you know the sun is just rising in the east. Something insane happens. These guys say that while the sun is rising in the east, it is also simultaneously setting in the west. At 6.45 in the morning, Tatooine shit, the western sky starts to glow as if there is a setting sun. Oh my God. 6.45 in the morning. They don't know what the fuck's going on. About half a day later, after that sunset, this white ash starts to snow Oh no. down on them. And they don't know what it is. Um, and some of them start arguing like, this is fucking weird. Like, what did we see six hours ago? And what is this coming down on us? Well, we need to get out of here. Um, they have an argument, but it's they're fishing, and it's going to take six hours to pull their fishing gear out of the ocean. Regardless, that's what they decide to do. And so for the next six hours, while they're hauling up their fishing gear, this ash is accumulating on the deck of their boat. They start scooping it up into bags with their bare hands. One of the sailors, quote, takes a lick. And he says it tastes really gritty, but other than that, it has uh, really no taste or texture. They put some of it in a bag and they hang it next to their beds because they want to take it back to no. Japan to be analyzed. No. Um, but by, dramatic
1: irony is killing me.
0: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs>
1: um,
0: I shouldn't laugh, sorry. The dust sticks to their bodies. It sticks to the ship. It enters their nasal passages and ears. It gets in their eyes. It irritates their eyes. It collects in their underwear. Um, And later that day, the fishermen start experiencing weird sickness uh, symptoms. Pain, headaches, nausea, dizziness, diarrhea. Their eyes begin to turn red. They develop an itchy mucus. Uh, By the third day at sea after this event, blisters are developing all over their body and their hair uh, starts to fall out. And they refer to this white ash as death ash. After 14 days, they finally make it back to Japan. They're admitted to a hospital, and doctors analyze them and determine that they are suffering acute radiation poisoning. Yeah. What these sailors were unaware of was on March 1st, 1954, 80 miles east of them on Bikini Atoll, uh america was detonating the largest thermonuclear blast uh, okay in american history the fifth largest explosion in human history i don't know if you know this but the russians have outdone us as far as nuclear explosions I, i i didn't know that they have the biggest nukes of all time the four biggest explosions in history belong to the russians but number five, baby, that's us. It was a test known as Castle Bravo, the Castle Bravo nuke. This fisher, uh, fishing boat was 14 miles outside of what America had established as the danger zone for this yeah. test site. But unfortunately, this bomb was more than twice as powerful as anticipated, over a thousand times more powerful than the nukes that were dropped during World War II. Um, and weather patterns blew the fallout a hundred miles away from the detonation site all over these fishermen on lucky dragon number five. Oh shit. You know, the, the Japanese doctors, they like reached out for the Americans for help. The Americans were very like hush, hush covert about what they were doing and basically offered no help. And that idea, this idea that something Out in the Western Ocean, some unexplainable mysterious force was brewing out there and was coming for the Japanese people. That was the germ of the idea that inspired the longest-running film franchise in all time. Yes. Godzilla. Yes. That was the story that gave uh, the producers at Toho the idea to come up with Godzilla, this... um. Radioactive monster out there in the ocean, mm. who's coming uh, for Japan? So, yeah, uh, the 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 crew of the Lucky Dragon only one of them died; the, the rest ocean. of them, yeah, lived. The other twenty-two lived for a long time, but were monitored every year to see the symptoms of uh, radiation poisoning and the effects of that bomb, the Castle, yeah, the Castle
1: Bravo nuke. I didn't know that. I I always assumed it was more based on, you know, the the bombs dropped on like uh, Hiroshima and stuff. I did, too. Yeah. By the way, uh, Bikini
0: Atoll is where SpongeBob SquarePants takes place. Whoa. So this one nuke gave us Godzilla and SpongeBob SquarePants.
1: There is a a Godzilla movie. Uh, I forget which one it is, but there was like a war happening. Like I think it's during World War Two. The the Japanese and Americans are fighting on this island. And this one guy gets stranded on it, and they find a T-Rex. And then those nukes go off, and the T-Rex becomes Godzilla. Wow. So, Origin story. There you go.
0: Um, So there you have it, folks. Yeah, today we are talking about Godzilla. What even is Godzilla? Yeah. Um, We are here in San Diego, and our local anthropology museum, uh, the San Diego Museum of Us, mm-hmm. great name, uh, <laughs> has a whole exhibit on monsters, and they actually supposedly have displays about Godzilla. We traveled down to the museum to check out what they have to
1: say there. Yes. Um, Uh, Yeah, and we we pretty much use that as an excuse to kind of just talk about Godzilla today.
0: Yeah, today we're going to be talking all about Godzilla. What is Godzilla? Is Godzilla real? Is Godzilla female? Those are the top three questions that come up on Google when you type Godzilla into the bar. That's hilarious. Uh, People actually think Godzilla is real. And, uh, you know, he may be. He may be based off some actual myths and legends.
1: He's real in the hearts. Um, and, and I keep he...
0: referring to Godzilla as him, but Godzilla may be a girl. Because there are uh, baby Godzillas. Yeah, there are. Uh, Godzilla eggs appear in certain movies. And yes. people, you might not know this out there, Johnny is a huge Godzilla fan. I am a Godzilla head. He's I a Godzilla nut.
1: I'm a, a, I'm trying to think of another cool name to call myself, but... Uh. Godzilla, a friend of Godzilla. You are a friend of Godzilla.
0: <laughs> um, so why don't you tell us about how you got into Godzilla and what you like about Godzilla so much?
1: Uh, Okay. That, no one's ever asked me that question before. So that um, prepare yourself. Uh, how did I get into Godzilla? That's a weird, like, I've never really thought about it. I kind of just always thought he was cool. Um, I, I liked, you know, Super Sentai and a lot of the Japanese tokusatsu stuff. Uh, and uh, I, Godzilla was something I never really explored. I, I I watched you know the stuff that Power Rangers. Have can you
0: explain on. Tokusatsu
1: for uh, people out there who may not know? Yeah, I mean I I wrote some of that in here, um, for when I get into later stuff, but I could get into it now. Uh, tokusatsu, um, early in Godzilla's kind of lifespan, they started realizing that this stuff was like appealing to children, instead. Of, uh, so they started pivoting instead of being more of like a horror franchise. Um, and then, like, that kind of birth, Tokusatsu, which uh, translates to special filming.
0: Tokusatsu um, is, like, when a guy is in a suit pretending to be a monster. Yeah. Knocking over buildings. Whenever you see those Japanese movies where they have miniature buildings and a guy in a suit, that's Tokusatsu. Yeah,
1: so you got, like, Ultraman, Super Sentai, which is what uh, the, the Japanese footage from Power Rangers is from. And what I learned in doing my research, I thought was super interesting. A lot of its roots come from kabuki theater, and that kind of that makes a lot of sense because it's a lot of theater of the mind. Like you see it, like people in Japan aren't like, oh, like they they know it's looks goofy, yeah, but they like to just like have that theater of the mind, similar to kabuki, where you kind of just use very like mundane objects to kind of tell a story. That's why it's very like stage like they set everything up on a stage. Um, yeah, it looks like a play usually. So the company that uh, created Godzilla Toho is credited with um, kind of pioneering
0: tokusatsu, inventing yeah. tokusatsu. Some people say that Godzilla is Japan's Mickey Mouse. I would say that. And that in the way that Walt Disney established the model for making American animation films, Toho established the model for making tokusatsu
1: films. Yeah. It's funny, like, there's not a lot of tokusatsu. There's only like a couple, like of long running series. And it's like Godzilla and super Sentai and Ultraman. Those are like, that's about it.
0: Yeah. I mentioned (laughs) briefly that Godzilla is the longest running film franchise in history. Uh, that is true. According to the Guinness book of world records in world history, Godzilla's first, uh, film was released in 1954. And since then they've released like 33 or 34 films. And the most recent movie just came out last year. Um, so it's still an ongoing film
1: franchise. Oh my God. Almost 70 years. Yeah. Like three years short. Um, and each, uh, there's also eras in Godzilla. Really? Um, Yeah. So yeah. Explain that. So like, I know
0: that right now we have these American movies with Mm -hmm. like Brian Cranston or didn't he, uh, he was only in one of them. Wasn't he? (laughs) I haven't seen them. Um, spoiler alert. (laughs) Let me let me tell everybody out there my familiarity with Godzilla. Oh, yeah, please. The first Godzilla film I ever saw was 1998's Godzilla starring Matthew Broderick and set in New York City, which...
1: That was it, my first one as well, yeah. ...is
0: considered um, universally to be the worst Godzilla movie of all time, which I don't know. Like, I don't agree with
1: that. I was a kid, and <laughs> I thought it was all right. It's bad, but I think there's some Japanese ones that, I mean, like... People say that because there's really bad Japanese ones that are just silly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people give them a pass because they're fun to watch because they're that bad. Whereas the Matthew Broderick one is just bad, <laughs> not fun to watch. And the other, uh, and then a few years ago, I guess I watched the
0: original Godzilla from 1954, yeah. which was never available in America until mm. recently, like within the past decade.
1: Yeah, I remember going to Suncoast Video and seeing the, like, Gorgira like, cover, and I was like, that looks so sick. And I always wanted to buy it, but it was, like, a special edition that was, like, $80 or yeah. something. Suncoast was always a ripoff.
0: Yeah. And that's basically it. Those are the only two Godzilla f- movies I've ever seen. And then I think when I was a kid, I remember catching episodes of the Godzilla cartoon. Yeah. On Cartoon Network, which was really weird and starred Godzuki. I still don't know where ba- that came baby from. Baby Godzilla. Like that's Hanna-Barbera, but I don't know what they were even basing that off of. Well, yeah, Godzilla, um, everybody out there, you've definitely heard of Godzilla. Yeah. You may not have ever been aware that he's really popular. He's like one of yeah. the most well-known characters
1: in the entire world. In the entire world. I, I would say at least like everything I watched as a kid at one point had a Godzilla parody in it. Yeah. Godzilla. Imagine a world without Godzilla as yeah. a cultural yeah, reference. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like Godzilla never existed. You can't do it. No. Every kid is just aware of this giant dinosaur radioactive dragon thing in Japan knocking over all the buildings. You can't get away
1: from it. Every kid when I was little would do the like fake dubbing joke uh, and like run from Godzilla. Like that's literally my whole life. If I say Godzilla roar, you know, it's that high pitched whiny
0: crybaby Godzilla roar. You can probably hear it in your mind right now. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Uh, It's it's you know, it's an iconic sound. Um, so Godzilla yeah. is everywhere. And you know, one of the reasons why I think we wanted to do this episode is because when you really stop and think about Godzilla, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Like why is weird. Godzilla
1: so popular? What is the deal with Godzilla? Why is Godzilla? What? WTF is a Godzilla. This is, this is something I really appreciate about Japan. Uh, they let, like weird, horrific things like this become the most mainstream. Like, Evangelion is the biggest anime in Japan, and that's, like, some elements of that show are are horrific. But, like, they're selling Doritos there. Yeah. Like, Godzilla is a fucking monster who, just de- like, destroys Tokyo, and they're like, yo, check it out. Here's a kid's uh, educational uh, show about him. So, we went on a huge, huge tangent.
0: Yeah. I apologize to everybody yeah. who's trying to follow along out there. Mm. Um, But we were talking about eras. Yes. So we have the modern era, the kind of American era, but that's the most recent and smallest.
1: Yeah. I could go through every era here if you want me to. I'm, yeah, I'm absolutely. super like, I worked like, I, Lay it I'm on really us. happy to like kind of explain this. But um, so we have the first era, which is the Showa era, which is named after the Showa period of Japan. What's the Showa period of that, Japan? Uh, I don't fully know. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But uh, I think it's a very early period in Japanese history, so they kind of named it So after this that.
0: is starting with the first film, Godzilla. Yeah,
1: this is 1954 to 1975.
0: Yeah, and what I found out is that in 1975, they stopped making Godzilla movies yeah. um, for a decade, and it wasn't until 1985 when they started again, and yeah. that's the beginning of the second era.
1: Yeah, well, I just want like we have films here like Kong, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, which we'll talk about. We have Godzilla raids again, which is like the second one, and then Godzilla versus Sidor, which is like one of my personal favorite. And this is like we said, the rise of like the Tokusatsu era and stuff. Um, I made a Johnny Brain of silly clips from this era. If you want to check that out, or if yes, you... I would love to. Yes. So this is only the first.
0: Um. However, many movies, how, how many did they make in this era? Do you know? Not off the top of my head, no. Let me see if I can count here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. It's about 15 movies in this era. Okay. In, uh, according to my count, uh, that might be a little off. Let's say 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. This is 1954 to 1975, the first run of Godzilla. In 1975, they thought Godzilla had run its course and they were never going to do it again.
1: Wow. (laughs) Bless you letters. Um, This is one of my favorite kind of moments from these movies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wow. You're really starting off (laughs) with a bang,
0: showing everybody what's so great about Godzilla. It looked like you're starting with the um, late 70s.
1: Godzillas. This well, this is my favorite era, really. This is um
0: when everything was winding down and yes. people were like, we don't need to make Godzilla anymore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Arguably the worst Godzilla. Yeah. Oh. That guy. Oh, dude, this is my favorite here. What the? Well, I'm going to roll it back for you. <laughs>
0: is that King Kong? Yes, yeah, this is
1: from Godzilla versus King Kong. They actually uh referenced this in the new movie. That's awful. <laughs> That's so awful. Oh, my gosh. They need to stop. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is from Godzilla versus Hedor. I love this clip. Uh, okay. On a roller coaster? Yeah. I hope Godzilla
0: doesn't mess with this yeah, roller me coaster. Too. That would just be the worst possible thing. Okay. Spending a long time on this roller coaster. Yeah. This kid is totally unenthused, by the way. <laughs> did,
1: did they give him a sedative before oh, they filmed happening? this? <laughs> Was that it? Yeah. Ah! And this is also from the same movie. Godzilla does his classic uh, fire breath here and uh, (laughs) propels himself backwards. Dude, he's flying. Oh, my God. He looks like a Godzilla embryo. Yeah. This is oh the fucking triumphant music as he does. This is so fucking funny. So,
0: Johnny, you're not really selling people on Godzilla here. I I mean, I, I think I am. Um, you're making Godzilla <laughs> look really bad.
1: <laughs> you think so? I think this is cool.
0: Um, I love the size of this soundstage. Well, yeah. These are clearly small. Oh yeah. Models. Those are miniatures. I got confused for a second. I thought Godzilla was big dude. Oh no. Midair collision. And that was my Johnny brain. All right. Probably not the best, uh, representation of the early era of Godzilla. <laughs> Didn't so much show what worked with Godzilla, kind of showed off what didn't work. I showed off what I love about Godzilla. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, But what I would like to say, I guess, what else is there to say about this era? You showed clips from uh, Godzilla versus King Kong? Yes. Which I think is really interesting because it was the first time Godzilla fought a monster. Up until that movie, Godzilla was just. Walking around, stomping on buildings, and fighting the Japanese army. Yeah, Godzilla versus King Kong. A lot of people don't know this. It's actually the third Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. It comes really early in the franchise.
1: It's funny to think that, like, Criterion put out a, a collection of all those uh, Showa era films, and like, it's it's so funny to think that how that has a beautiful restoration. Yeah, in, in the Criterion collection, <laughs> and it looks like garbage. It looks like shit. I mean, that movie's. Fun to watch. Um, Godzilla itself, the
0: first movie, was not released in America um, in its original state. Yeah. It was a huge hit in Japan. It was a huge hit in Japan. It was such a big hit, they wanted to bring it to America. So, an American filmmaker, I don't have his name on me. I should. He bought the rights, Mm -hmm. and he reshot a bunch of the scenes basically if you watch the original godzilla from 1954 and then you watch the 1956 american recut which is called godzilla king of the monsters it's the same movie except in the 1954 version godzilla is attacking japan yeah in the 1956 version he's still attacking japan but the movie is told through the perspective of an american journalist yeah. who just happens to be there it's kind of interesting You've seen that version. You yeah. can almost watch them both as two takes on the same experience. Like you get the Japanese report, and then you get the American report. Yeah. Um. Then they made a sequel
1: called, called Godzilla Raids Again. Yes, that which uh, I've never
0: seen and don't really know much about.
1: I've seen that movie. Uh, it's it's weird. Those first two Godzillas, I I know they're important. That first one's definitely important. Uh, but. I just feel like maybe because of technical issues, it just they, they kind of are very long and and not a lot happens. Okay. The second one I think is good. They tried to add like a love story into the mix. It's a kind of it's kind of about like this fighter pilot and this woman, and they kind of like are trying to have like a relationship, but then like Godzilla attacks. But it ends with some of my favorite uh, practical effects. It makes me laugh every time, but they try to freeze Godzilla at the end, but they used a miniature that's just a hand puppet oh my God, and just threw no. ice at him. So it, you tell it they're ice cubes, and <laughs> it just starts raining ice cubes that on Godzilla. Sounds really bad.
0: <laughs> um, technically, the third movie in the franchise is King Kong versus Godzilla, <clears throat> which introduced the idea that Godzilla could fight other monsters of yeah. his size. Um, which to me, you know, it's interesting. King Kong predates Godzilla by a lot. Yeah, by like twenty something years. excuse me need to clear my throat (laughs) um we think of godzilla and king kong as contemporaries but king kong is actually much older than godzilla and kind of has the same elements of tokusatsu a little bit yeah but they haven't really hit on it yet no they're touching on the elements but they haven't really it hasn't crystallized into what it will become the success of king kong versus godzilla makes toho realize we need other monsters for godzilla to fight yeah and that's when they start coming up with um, Mothra, yeah. Ghidorah, Megalon, Mechagodzilla—all yeah. of those. His monsters. Rogues' Galaxy,
1: yeah, like the galaxy. gallery, gallery. Excuse me.
0: It all, you know, to me, it's really interesting. All of that is because of the American monster, King Kong. Mm. Without King Kong, you would never have Mothra or Ghidorah. Yeah. Um, you don't usually think of
1: King Kong as such an important figure in the Godzilla universe that's what always made me laugh about this the recent film because i feel like a lot of people who don't know a lot about godzilla are like this is silly they're fighting he's fighting king kong but that's been a thing in godzilla for a very long time
0: was the first monster he ever fought if he never fought king kong he never would have fought anybody yep and yeah i do think there is somewhat some resentment i think people and i'm guilty of this kind of moan and groan when they see movie crossovers for the nth time. Like, yeah. haven't we done this before? And, oh, my God, King Kong, Godzilla, like, we're doing that again? Yeah. But when I was researching this, I realized, like, eh, that's kind of been the the showdown for Godzilla. It, he's always faced off against King Kong. Yeah, it's, it's like, like
1: his arch nemesis. Well, yeah, it's like King Kong and uh, King Ghidorah are, like, his two. Ghidorah is his real arch nemesis, yeah.
0: but King Kong was his proto arch nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> did you know that there was always this urban legend that that movie had alternate
1: endings? Uh, King Kong? No, or Godzilla, Godzilla versus, versus King Kong. No, I never heard about that. So the
0: urban legend was King Kong wins
1: in okay. the American version. Oh yeah,
0: I did hear about this. But in the Japanese version, Godzilla wins. That was something that I always heard about growing up that was on the schoolyard. Kids always said that Uh it wasn't true. Yeah. But what I think is interesting is, I mean, I feel like that was kind of the first time having a mainstream movie have multiple endings. Like people just believe that was a thing. And now you see that in like franchise movies, not all the time, not often, but every once in a while, I remember I think there was like a Wolverine movie that came out a few years ago that had different endings, depending on where you saw it. Or maybe, uh, I don't
1: remember off the I top of Freddy my head. I know Freddy versus Jason had a, a different ending, and they, they changed it a bunch because it didn't test well with people. Um, I think there was even a trivial pursuit in the 90s that had a <laughs> trivia
0: question that said, Who won in King Kong versus Godzilla in the Japanese version? And it, in, it incorrectly listed Godzilla as the winner. Oh, That's man. an urban legend. That's not actually true. Um but yeah so that's the first era. Yeah. It kind of establishes Godzilla as this super not supernatural like a force of nature basically. Yeah. This unstoppable force of nature, it also establishes that he can be used to defend the people of earth against other unstoppable forces of nature. Mm. Godzilla is one of the only one of the few instances I think in film history where a villain completely has a face turn. And becomes the hero. Godzilla is the monster in the first two movies. I think he's the monster in King Kong versus Godzilla too. Because he loses the fight. But after that. Actually Mothra is the protective force in the next movie. Yeah. Godzilla versus Mothra. So in the first four films. Godzilla is the monster that everybody's trying to defeat. And we need
1: King Kong to come fight him. We need Mothra to come fight him. And this is, uh, I brought this up before, but the real reason he kind of has a face turn is because Toho started realizing that children like love Godzilla and they're like, we can't make this guy be the bad guy. And that's why you start getting films like son of Godzilla. I showed a clip in there where he has a little horrific son.
0: Yeah. And the next film Ghidorah, the three headed monster. Yes. That's really, they name the movie after the monster. Ghidorah is the villain. Godzilla comes to the rescue. And that's when Godzilla goes from being the villain to being the hero. Kind of like Terminator, 100 like you know Terminator yeah. and the first one he's trying to kill you and the second one he's trying to protect you.
1: Um, should I go to the next era or do you want to keep? Yeah, yeah. So okay. what's the next era? So the next era is my favorite, the Heisei era. Uh, this is from like 1984 to 1985. So um,
0: all I know is that after 10 years, somebody got the wise idea. Let's reboot Godzilla, and they made Godzilla
1: 1985. Also known as AKA the Return of Godzilla. I dude, I love this era. It, you could tell that like anime is becoming a thing. Uh, Godzilla becomes like really sleek and like anime looking um really uh, yeah all the is this when he has like all the like pointy scales like all yeah, over him like the purple ones and he looks like really pointy and jagged and he's kind of like cool looking like they made godzilla fucking cool in this era do you towards have, the end of it uh,
0: do you have a johnny brain of this era no
1: i wish i this is the one where i was afraid to show clips because I, I i didn't want to get get super demonetized oh, is,
0: so this is is this the most popular era uh
1: i I mean, in Japan, maybe, but, uh, that, that early era is still pretty popular. Okay. Um, but in this era, we had films like Godzilla versus Lente, uh, Godzilla versus, uh, King Ghidorah. Uh, this was like a reboot of that, uh, one from the seventies. Pretty much
0: every movie of this era was called versus. Godzilla versus another monster. Yeah. Um, I think we have Godzilla versus Hedorah versus Gigan versus Megalon yeah. versus Mechagodzilla. Yeah. Versus Biolante, yeah. versus King Ghidorah, versus Mothra, yeah. versus Mechagodzilla yeah.
1: two, yep. Versus Space Godzilla, Space Godzilla, fucking like Space Godzilla's design is sick. Sorry, continue. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: and something called uh, Destroya. That is the final film of that era. Uh, Godzilla versus Destroya. Um, that's like the big finale. Uh, oh. I it feel it really feels like they didn't know if they wanted to make more Godzillas after that movie. It kind of ends really spectacularly. Um, yeah, I, so I haven't seen any
0: of these. I don't know. I, all I know is this is from the eighties to the nineties, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, It's hard to really talk about this era. It's just like really cheesy. There's a lot of moments that like you could tell that T2 happened. Terminator. Yeah. Like it, like there is in Godzilla versus uh, King Ghidorah halfway through the movie, an android shows up and they're like, Oh, who's this guy? And it's a white guy. It's a it's a white actor, and uh, halfway through the movie, he turns evil. And there's literally a scene where he's running after their car, like the oh, so they're liquid just metal. incorporating Terminator yeah. too. Yeah, right and too. then Godzilla versus Destroyer. There's literally a scene where uh, Destroyer has like little mi- miniature versions of itself, uh, and they just steal that scene from Alien with the where like Ridley's crying, Ripley's oh, crying, God. and then like the monster does its thing. They literally do that exact scene. So, um, Godzilla represents
0: nuclear fallout at yeah. least in the beginning. But you were showing me that some of these other monsters represented other, um, natural disasters. Like one monster was basically pollution.
1: Yes. Hidora. Yeah. Oh, that's the main bad guy. Yeah. Hidora. Uh, yeah, it's like all the world's pollution, uh, and like a tadpole, like come, like come together. There's a lot of horrific scenes in that movie <laughs> where like, uh, is like flying over, uh, Japan and you just see people go like,
0: uh, too much pollution. And they just start, ah!
1: they start just dying. Uh,
0: well, that's par for the course for Godzilla yeah. movie. <laughs> so I want to show some videos now sure. because Godzilla almost immediately became influential all around the world. Mm-hmm. And I was doing research, and I came across this cartoon that is. You'll. I'll. I'll show it in a second. Okay. It's, I think it's awful, but. This cartoon is regarded as one of the most famous cartoons of all time. In fact, in there's, the, there's a book by some cartoon historian called Like 50 Greatest Cartoons Ever, and this uh-huh. one's like number 38. Holy shit! This is a cartoon, it was made by um, a student animator. I don't know, went on to become a super famous cartoon in the world of uh indie cartoons. It's called Okay, uh. Bambi versus Godzilla, or uh, Bambi meets Godzilla. (laughs) I've
2: never seen this before.
0: This is the most 1969 comedy you're ever going to experience. This
1: feels like some, like, uh, lost media. This cartoon is... Marv Newland. Effing famous. Damn.
0: You're getting an education in animation history right now. (laughs)
1: I went to art school, I never saw this. Screenplay by. Get it, dude. You animated this. (laughs) Choreograph choreography by. I hope it's just credits. Bambi's wardrobe. (laughs) That's pretty funny. You're laughing. Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Marv Newland produced by Mr. and Mrs. Newland. I think I know what the bit is gonna be. (laughs) I think I I yep, that's exactly what I was gonna guess. Got some Monty Python shit. Was this pre-Monty Python? This is 1969.
0: That uh, is... uh, There are deep dive analyses analyses of this cartoon. I seriously found a beat-by-beat description of the music that is playing, like a full description, and then Godzilla's foot comes down, and it is a half-speed playing of the audio bite from A Day in the Life of the Beatles. Like, people have explored this video. Uh, I, I'm baffled, honestly, that this cartoon is so famous. This cartoon, you're gonna have to take my word for it. This is a famous cartoon.
1: I've never seen that before. And I just want to say, I love that. Well, like that
0: was beautiful. 1969, Johnny. Yeah. In 1976, he produced a sequel. Oh fuck. Called Bambi's Revenge. And I have that one here. Oh,
1: okay. His art kind of diminished here.
0: Really? It's about seven or eight years later. Yeah.
1: I bet people like pass around VHS tapes of this.
2: It looks like Sharpie.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, what's Bambi up to? Wow. This is pretty, uh, pretty avant-garde for
2: 1976. Was Tom and Jerry around yet? Oh my God. I love the finger paint. (laughs) Oh, this is on a whiteboard. You think so? Yeah. That's clearly like finger paint, Is it? I can't tell.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. About seven or eight years later, not much uh, in the way of progress.
1: It's so funny that this man in the 70s and 60s, made a Newgrounds cartoon.
0: Yeah. The, the, I mean, it was a college student. Yeah. It was a college
1: animation course. Yeah, Newgrounds cartoon. <laughs> yeah,
0: like it's pretty much... This <laughs> is the world's first
1: Newgrounds cartoon. <laughs> I think cartoon. it might be. If we didn't have Go- Godzilla, we wouldn't have Newgrounds. This oh. is before Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Stepped on him again. Oh, no. He's going to blow him up again? I like these tapping his fingers. Oh. So this is by a different person. I'm oh. not sure. I'm not sure
0: what's going on here. Um, you know,
1: like I've heard stuff about like animations like this becoming really notorious, and maybe like this person had seen that and was like, "I want to make the sequel." Yeah. So this feels like a World War II short film. So <laughs> I'm gonna go further
0: down the rabbit hole here. Okay. Then I found out that in 1999. They produced, somebody produced a third one. What the fuck? Son of Bambi meets Godzilla. I just want to remind everybody that only the first one is famous. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you deep,
2: deep dive this. Now this was a Newgrounds cartoon. This is like a bowling alley cartoon. Oh my God. Only one walked away.
1: Godzilla. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> this is so 1999. Put that on shirt. It hurts. The The Comic Sans font. Was this made in like Windows fucking 3D it's Max? so 1999. A silly pixel production. Oh my god. Papyrus font. Bammy meets Godzilla. Son of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jump scare. Johnny, your face right now says it all. I'm I'm
1: horrified. Let's I think we need to make our own version.
0: I would love to. <laughs> we should do it. I would love to.
1: At least they're not reinventing the wheel here. They're just, you know, doing the same gag. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. It, this, is, uh, this is part of cartoon legacy and history. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, it looks like the Godzilla is modeled after the 1998 version. Yeah. Look at
1: this. Look at this. Oh, Bambi was playing Worms.
0: Oh, got him. Look at that. Look at that smile. What the fuck? Bambi wins. (laughs) Thank you,
1: Eric Fernandez. Fernandez. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I can't can't say last names.
0: Bambi wins, (laughs) bro. Dude. I'm telling you, Bambi vs. Godzilla is iconic. In
1: fact, I have one final cartoon because... <laughs> that, that wasn't a bit. I'm genuinely baffled that you have more. <laughs> after
0: that one, that was 1999. Uh-huh. I think in 2015, somebody did an HD remake of the original Bambi versus
1: Godzilla. <laughs> Bambi meets Godzilla. This is the final one. Now, this one's definitely a Newgrounds cartoon, right?
0: I love this because you have to be so far down the rabbit hole of animation to even get this reference. I bet someone in 2020, so this is even newer (laughs) than I thought. Look at the the updated credits gag.
1: Holy shit! Next level. This is, this looks like it's going to become a war cartoon. I don't like this.
2: Now I feel bad that Bambi's gonna get stomped out. They made it cute. Grass is blowing. Oh wow. Bambi poops. It's funnier. It's an improvement.
1: The snow the snow appeared, I guess. I don't know what song this is, so I'm gonna (laughs) turn it off. But that was that was I mean that was good. Like that was impressive. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That Uh, is thank you you for taking me down that journey on that journey.
0: Godzilla, and I think Bambi meets Godzilla Part Four. Uh huh. Bambi meets Godzilla returns again. Dawn of the Bite (laughs) (laughs) is something that we need to produce. Yeah, Uh, either we make it ourselves or we get in collaboration with somebody
1: else. (laughs) Dude, I'm ready.
0: All right, so thank you for allowing me to have that tangent. Yes. Let's get
1: back to these eras. The next era is the Millennium Era. Uh, This is from 1999 to 2004. Does this include the Matthew Broderick Godzilla? I'll get to that as well. That's a whole separate era. Um, This is when we had films like Godzilla 2000. I wrote a note here that came out in 99. I always thought that was funny. Nice, yeah. Um, God, and then we have films like Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, and then a fa- the, the fan favorite, Tokyo, uh, Godzilla Tokyo SOS. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. these are all the eras that uh, at this time include just exclusively Toho-produced Godzilla films. But uh, if you want me to continue, I could get some that So to the wasn't Project Toho
0: shit. the original, um, the people who produced it originally?
1: Yeah, these eras only include Toho, is what I was saying. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you want to get to the American stuff. So
0: the American stuff is its own era.
1: Yeah. A lot of fans call this next era. Like it's weird that they call them eras cause they're not really eras, but, uh, they kind of happen at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and they give them weird names too. Like I found that people call this the, the tri-star era and it that only includes the Matthew Broderick film. Oh, an
0: era all <laughs> unto itself. Might as well call it the shit era.
1: Yeah. And, uh, uh that film was just called Godzilla. I think people refer to it as Godzilla 98. Okay, yeah. Um we talked about how, you know, that movie wasn't that good. Um but that is the first film where they kind of they say Godzilla's a woman or something and and she lays eggs. I haven't seen that movie since I was a child.
0: Yeah, that's what happens. And then you get um like little T-Rex Godzilla Madison Square Garden is filled with Godzilla eggs yeah. and they all hatch and a troop of little tiny T-Rexes chases the heroes around in the final climax of the film.
1: It's so funny that that like the the Heisei era is trying to copy American cinema and then when American cinema finally gets Godzilla they we fucking we make it so fucking gonzo. Um
0: yeah, compared to Embryo Godzilla blowing itself
1: <laughs> across the world like Touché. it's all gonzo. Uh I I have a a clip here. I kind of wanted to like show you know, we have some people who watch the show that maybe don't remember the nineties Godzilla. I kind of wanted to give them a vibe of like, what? I don't remember the nineties Godzilla. You can the, give me the vibe. What the world was like at this time and how people saw Godzilla. Oh my God. We don't have to watch this whole thing, but. <laughs> oh, we're watching this whole thing. <laughs> we're watching is, uh, all of this. So this is a uh, professional
0: wrestling and is Godzilla gonna fight? Yeah, I, is Godzilla gonna eat
1: Stacy Keebler? I want to just let you know that they're in Japan. Thank God. Oh, so oh, he's gonna disrespect Godzilla.
0: Also, that's not Godzilla. Yeah.
1: As a JBL. Uh, JBL is a wrestler. I, yeah, and and, and, and <laughs> commentator. And uh, yeah, wrestling wrestling personality. <laughs> You like Barry
0: Barnes, I bet you play
1: baseball. Got him.
0: Um Don't hey if you're watching, don't let this ruin professional wrestling for yeah, you.
1: No. This is a very special you. era.
2: They run around with their cameras and they on the
0: subway. They eat noodles. This is this your Johnny Brain of uh, no, this no, this is, is just a I clip from <laughs> a This is
1: Godzilla in the 90s. Source. Yeah, this is you know, this you're is the era. Wizard. This is what people
0: Dinosaur,
1: his name's Barney. He eats pizza. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're doing I think, I, I, I think I've had enough. <laughs> it was it just six minutes of that. <laughs> yeah, it was just him cutting a promo on Godzilla. That's
0: awful. That's really
1: bad. So shouts out, JBL. Gun <laughs> a go, go, uh, promo on Godzilla in Japan and getting extremely racist.
0: Yeah, congratulations.
1: <laughs> um,
0: okay, so that era. Brings us up to the modern
1: era. Or you, oh. you
0: were just talking about the millennium era.
1: Yeah. Right? Uh, well, that was the best. Uh, excuse me. We went from the millennium era, which is kind of the uh, last kind of batch of Toho films. And then we get to like 2014. Uh, fans call this the monster verse. Okay. Um, this was always super interesting to me. Uh, Yoshi Mitsubano, the guy who directed Godzilla vs. um, Notoriously, Toho hated that film. And they told him he would never direct a Godzilla movie ever again. Was that one from the 70s? Yes. Okay. That was the one I showed you where he embryo flew across the screen. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, yeah. So uh, he got the American rights to Godzilla to, like, produce some type of IMAX short film. And, mm-hmm. his, and that was, like, not really coming together. So he got in contact with Legendary Pictures. Um, and they worked up a deal. And then they started making, like, the current Godz- American Godzilla movies. Um, you know uh king of the monsters uh versus king kong and those uh, are
0: two separate movies godzilla king of the monsters and godzilla versus
1: yeah, kong yeah th- those that era uh the monsterverse which is 2014 to the present day um that
0: is the most recent batch of american godzilla movies yeah are those connected or produced in any way by the japanese company
1: uh toho has they don't have involvement in it they kind of like had their they gave their blessing like legendary has the rights the American rights um, and I think legendary really wants to pay homage to like that era yeah um, how do
0: you like him as a Godzilla fan
1: Uh, eh, I think that they came out in a time where like Zack Snyder movies are big it's just a lot of like depressing like they I feel like they they they, they lose focus on what makes Godzilla Godzilla and it's a lot of like sad people and then Godzilla will show up in the shadows for a little bit. I think I liked Godzilla versus Kong cause it went like so. Uh, and I feel like that's, you know, kind of the right direction, mm. but there is one more era. Oh, the final era. There's another era. There's a final era
0: beyond the movie that came out last year.
1: Yes. All right. Uh, well, Toho, they, they saw these American films doing so well. They were like, We Need to get back in the game, baby. So, uh, I don't don't really, pardon me if I uh, pronounce this wrong, but uh, it's like the the rewa Rewa era, rewa, yeah, rewa, um, which is 2016 to present. And like I said, uh, Toho saw legendary the success legendary was happening with these Godzilla films, they're also getting super successful in Japan. So, Toho is like. Pull My Beer, and then they made, you know, Shin Godzilla and and, uh, a a couple other ones, and they're slated to make a new film called World of Godzilla in 2021. Wow.
0: Can't wait for World of Godzilla. (laughs) That will be like the 36th Godzilla film. Yes. I got a list here of Godzilla movies. I'm pretty sure it's every Godzilla movie ever made. It's 30-something of them. I went through and I marked off The 10 most critically acclaimed Godzilla films. Okay. The ones that have the highest rating on Rotten Tomato and the 10 worst Godzilla films. Okay. Um, I want to read you, you're a Godzilla fan. I want to read you the title of a Godzilla film. It will either be one of the best Godzilla films ever or worst Godzilla films ever. All right. And you try to guess which is which.
1: Uh, I like this game.
0: Uh, let me hold on to your pencil sure. and I'll keep your score. Fuck yeah. All right. So just throw you off. I'm going to go in no particular order. We're going to jump around the timeline sure. in a little bit. Uh, So we're going to start with. Godzilla King of the Monsters, 1956. This is the edit of the original one that was released for America. Okay. Do you think it's top 10 or bottom 10? Is this of all time.
1: Oh, is this less American or is it Japanese?
0: This is based off the Rotten
1: Tomatoes scores. Okay. Um, I'll put it at the top.
0: That is in the top 10. That has a Rotten Tomato score of 83%. People
1: like that movie. I don't get it. Okay. All right. Uh,
0: King Kong versus Godzilla, the first one, because they remade that like three times. That... And we already talked about how influential that was.
1: Uh, that is in the bottom. I think that's a notoriously hated film.
0: It is in the bottom. Yeah! That is in the worst <laughs> 10 Godzilla films that has a 47%. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: you're doing pretty good. So yeah, far, so I, good.
1: I, I, I know about those two films, but I don't, you might be able to throw me off.
0: Okay. Uh, let's go with the original Godzilla,
1: 1954. That's a tough one. I mean, it's so famous. I would I guess I'll just say top.
0: It is in the top yeah. 10. That has a rotten tomato score of 93 percent. I second guess myself. People enjoy that one better than the American cut, generally speaking. That's cool. OK. Um, moving on here. Godzilla versus
1: Megalon. Godzilla vs. Megalon. That's tough. I mean, that is a silly movie. I'm going to say top.
0: Bottom ah. 10 movies no. has a 38% on Rotten Tomato. All
1: right, I got to think about these. Yes. Uh, not subjectively.
0: Okay. <clears throat> the Return of Godzilla, a.k.a. Godzilla 1985. Okay. Uh, bottom? It is in the bottom. Yeah, yeah people hated
1: this movie. has <laughs> a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's one of the lowest scoring uh, Godzilla movies ever. I know that people really like Godzilla 2000 after that, so I think that's why my, my thought process there. Okay, uh, moving on. <clears throat> Mothra versus Godzilla. That's definitely top.
0: Yeah, you're yeah, right. You yeah. nailed that it. That movie's great. That is um, one of the highest rated Godzilla movies. I, I think it's like the third highest rated Godzilla movie ever. That was pretty good 92%. Damn. Right after that was another movie called Ghidorah, the Three Headed Monster. It's
1: hard. Like, I'm,
2: it, it's that's the 70s one.
1: Yeah it's the this was the fifth movie they made.: I think my mindset here is I know people love the, the, the 80s one way more. I'm going to say bottom.: Wrong. Fuck. That is in the top 10. No. It has a, I'm a big
0: fan. There's actually 12 movies in the top 10 because a couple of oh. them are tied, have the same Shit. exact score. That's one of them it has a rating of 75 percent on Rotten Tomatoes OK. So, uh, a movie Godzilla fought one monster a lot, but then they made a movie where they it was the first time they had Godzilla fight multiple monsters. I think oh. he fights like eleven monsters. Is
1: this Final Wars? No, oh. this
0: this is from the one of the early eras. It's a film. Uh, monster it's a, Island? Or- no, no, no. It's a film called Destroy oh, All Monsters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: This movie I tried to watch recently and I fell asleep. Um. So I'm gonna say bottom. Top 10. What? Baby. That movie's so boring. <laughs> Top
0: 10, baby. Yeah. That it, movie. It has all of them in yeah, it. Yeah. It was the first time it was yeah. like more than one monster. It was yeah. a mind blower. People love it. Okay. Immediately following Destroy All Monsters, because it was such a smash hit. They released a basically a sequel called All Monsters Attack. Okay. They went back to the well. I'll say bottom. Bottom. Yeah, yeah you got that one. 25%. So they Destroy went all from, monsters isn't that th- bad. They either. went from one of the highest to one yeah. of the lowest. That's hilarious. Um, okay. Uh, we're doing good. You want to keep going? You enjoying sure. this? Yeah, yeah. I'll go a little faster here. All right. Lightning round. Ready?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll.
0: So this was the very first sequel to Godzilla. Godzilla raids again. Uh, top. Bottom. Fuck. Fifty six percent.
1: Gate. Yes. I mean, like I said, ice cubes. All right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Terror of Mechagodzilla.
0: Top. Bottom. 43%. You haven't seen any of these bad ones. Yeah. Maybe you're just not familiar with it. Okay. This is one. You said that they remade this a couple of times. This is Godzilla versus King Ghidorah.
1: Oh, the the 80s one? Yeah. I love this movie. I'm going to say top. That's like my favorite one. Bottom. What? <laughs> that one's so good. Bottom. That one is like time travel.
0: 56%. That's criminal. Godzilla versus Mothra, the very next film. That one's pretty good. I'll say top. That is top. Yeah, yeah, 75%. Yeah. People love Mothra. Yeah, they really Mothra, love Mothra, by the way, is like the second most popular character behind Godzilla in this franchise.
1: Yeah. Go- Mothra shows up a ton. It's so funny because most of the time you see Mothra, it's like a little larva version that's really ugly. Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla two, uh, the seventies one or yeah, well eighties. Oh eighties, uh, bottom. Oh no, it's top. What? That's
0: that's one of the highest rated ones. Eighty three percent.
1: Godzilla versus Destroyer. That's the finale. I would say I like that one a lot. Uh, top. That is top. That yeah. is the highest rated one of all of them. That has a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes. Damn, it's not that good, but I like it. Um. Okay, I'll do just a couple more here. Sure. Just a couple more. It, yeah. What? No, I was just going to say, it's funny how like the Rotten Tomatoes doesn't really like the fans have like their own kind of which ones they think are the best and which ones they think are bad. And it's funny how this doesn't correlate with those. <laughs> I think this is based off of critics. Yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. Shin Godzilla. Oh, top. Yeah, 86. That's what I mean, that might be the best Godzilla. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh Godzilla King of the Monsters 2019.
1: King of the Monsters, that movie's not good. I'll say bottom. It is bottom. Yeah. You're you're back on track. Yeah. Okay,
0: last one. The most recent Godzilla, Godzilla versus King Kong. Godzilla versus Kong 2020.
1: That movie it's weird cuz it came out during COVID. And I think people had a good time watching it, so I'm gonna say top. It is top. Yeah, it is
0: top. And that has more reviews than any than almost any of these other films. And it still comes. I think reviewers
1: were like, "Fuck, I need to review something." That actually is
0: arguably the highest rated Godzilla. That's hilarious. Them all. (laughs) Uh, so your final score. Let's see how many you got right versus how many you got wrong. You got this many wrong. One, two, three, four, five, and you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Correct. Hell yeah! You are a pretty good a Godzilla, Godzilla fan. Me. You're
1: pretty legit, bro. G head. Cool. Um, yeah. You have anything I feel else? Good. I have another Johnny brain here. Uh, uh, I found a couple of educational Godzilla, uh, shows from Japan, and then I threw in you know a little bit of wrestling content at the end just because I didn't know where to fit it Okay. Uh, actually before that this is from a Godzilla Super Nintendo game
0: go ahead and destroy the financial people have <laughs> that is that's hilarious and I'm posting that on yeah. the mega strange Instagram Please. that's absolutely going up hell yeah this week that's amazing
1: um, yeah I found that on Twitter it was cracking me up I think you'll like this one. Maybe we'll see. This is subtitled too, so you'll understand. We're going to learn some addition here. I'm making it. 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 just love that... Godzilla is like a normal sized person and in a, a someone's house making pancakes. Yeah,
0: this is clearly a fantasy version of Godzilla.
1: Uh, <laughs> this is from the same show. This is the Godzilla dance you could do at home if you want. Look at the Godzilla animation. That's from the cartoon.
0: Uh, Godzilla is in a different cartoon that's like a famous manga. I can't remember the name of it, but Mm -hmm. I would recognize the character. He has big eyes like that.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
0: I was reading about how Godzilla appears in so many different forms of media outside of just the Godzilla films, and this is a perfect example of it.
1: This is from, I think it's called like... Godzilla uh, recommend, and it's a uh, or Godzilla Land, it's called, and it's uh, a kids educational uh, show where he would teach you like addition and shit. This was like a weird promotional thing they did, where uh, they did this Godzilla dance. Uh, I love the suit. Godzilla is too scary to be teaching. Right. This, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying about Japan. Like horrific things are are mascots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Godzilla's like so ugly and terrifying. <laughs> this would be like
1: Jason Voorhees yeah. teaches the alphabet. Or like 100%. You know, He's a giant monster.
0: <laughs> King Kong alphabet. teaches the alphabet.
1: Yeah. Um, Let me fast forward here. I just want to get to, I had a little clip here at the end. Um, they kind of dance for a while. Oh, here we go. Oh my gosh! So uh, at the end here, we got a clip of uh, Jushin Thunder Liger and Godzilla hanging out. They're doing some squats. They gonna do? Uh, they gonna have a match? Uh, well, he's just tra- he's training them. He's getting ready for the next pay per view. Yeah, this was uh, an official New Japan uh, promotion for Godzilla versus King Kong. So it came around like globally. <laughs> nice. He's too strong. He can't. You can't pull him against the ropes. Yeah, Godzilla's such a beast. Yeah. Even though uh, this guy's clearly as tall. I love the lighting here. Yeah. Like, really give him chops. <laughs> oh, but it hurts him because Godzilla's chest is oh. like armor. Well, that was all my Johnny Brain there. <laughs> that was great. Yes. Um, I think that pretty much sums yes. up everything there is to know about Godzilla. I agree. And this is, might be my favorite episode of mega strange ever, but I'm biased because I love Godzilla and hanging out with my friend, Derek. Aw, oh, thanks. Um,
0: yeah, this has been a great episode. Thank you everybody for watching. If there is anything we got wrong about
1: Godzilla or, uh, um, Harley's comment or misspoked,
0: Go ahead and leave a comment <laughs> in the chat. You know, we try to put on a high quality show yes. every week, but we're just two guys and we're doing this like in our free time amidst all the work we're doing here. at Mega yeah. 64, Sometimes we get some stuff wrong, um, but luckily we have some sharp viewers out there who can help us fact check some of this stuff and some of them even leave pretty nice comments to let us know <laughs> when we get some stuff wrong. Uh, I think we have a couple adjustments to make about last week's episode mm-hmm. about Heaven's Gate. Most importantly for me, I misspoke when I called the Nazca lines the Nazgul lines. That was cool, though. And I
1: believe I called it that like five times. I didn't bat an eye. Even when I was uh, grabbing photos of it, I-, I googled Nazgul lines. And it came right up. Yeah, it came right up. <laughs> Hell
0: yeah, so I wasn't that far off. Yeah. Um, it's the Nazca lines, as some viewers graciously pointed out. The Nazgul uh, are the hunters that ride the ringwraiths in Lord of the Rings. That's so sick. And are like Sauron's personal army, uh, whatever, like hit squad. By the way, I would love to do an episode of Mega Strange where we deep dive the lore of Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth, and I mean, J.R. Tolkien. Yeah, I mean, because I'm down with that. I've looked into it before, and it is insane. Basically, all of Lord of the Rings is a translation of a story that was written in Hobbitish. Yeah. And the, it, it's so crazy. It's like a translation of a story that was retold by another character. It goes deep. And yeah. there's a lot of lore.
1: What's that? What's that fucking one book called that has all the lore? Like the cum, the cumulon or no, the, I think it's
0: the Similarion or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll try our best to go into it. Maybe we don't have enough. Yeah. Another correction from last week's episode, we confused uh, the Haley Bop comet yeah. with
1: Haley's comet. Which I feel like people like I feel like that's a common mistake. Uh, it's I an was surprised easy how, mistake to make. how upset some people got. I'm I'm sorry. Well, I understand. <laughs> Because we were talking about Heaven's Gate, yeah, and it was a
0: very important piece of the Heaven's Gate lore. Mm. Lore, um, they did their final act because of this comet, yeah. But we misspoke and we got the comet wrong. So sorry about that. Yeah, sorry. Um, as far as everything else, I don't think there were any no, other yeah. blatant mistakes that we made. At least none that were pointed out to us. Um, and yeah, thanks for people out there helping us keep our facts straight. We appreciate it. Oh. I'm a big enough man to admit when yeah. I've made a mistake. And I can uh, appreciate somebody helping me out to put on a better show. Nothing wrong with that.
1: I, I totally agree. I did want to say real quick, I totally forgot, but uh, we got some fan art. If you want Ooh. to check that out. Yeah, let's fire it up. What do we got? I, I wish I remember this person's name, but this is like, I love this so much. That's pretty cute. It's super cute. Uh, we got the ghost. We got the ambling skeleton. Bigfoot something else? Yeah, the robot man. Yeah. What is that number? I don't know. Uh that is the PO box. Oh, yeah. damn. Send that shit to the PO box. That's the PO box zip code for oh, the magazines yeah. 4 PO box. Maybe that's the, uh Johnny Brain. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it is. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you again. Uh I'll probably flash their name up on the screen or something. Yeah, cool. Thank you. <clears throat>
0: Um, I also saw a lot of people commenting with suggestions for episodes that we could do. Yes, which I am making a list. Uh, I would love checking to do a lot of twice. these episodes. I am checking it twice. We are going to be touring the country in a few months, yeah, and we're hopefully going to be knocking out some Mega Strange episodes on location all over the United States. So, look forward to that. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, I guess that will sort of be like season two of Mega yeah. strange when we take it on the road. Oh shit. That's going to be happening, um, this fall. And then, uh, in the next few weeks, we're going to be getting back to some interviews, um, because we have been hitting the road, making some really cool contacts. Yeah. Uh, really cool contacts. I'm so excited. We're going to be talking to some artists, some athletes, some creative people from all kinds of industries and fields. It will blow your mind. That's going to be coming up. Uh, yeah. And we have all kinds of strange and kooky stuff happening in the future. Be sure to subscribe to the mega strange YouTube channel. Every Saturday is a new episode. And every Tuesday we are putting up special bite-sized clips. You can follow mega strange on Instagram at mega strange podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Derek Acosta
1: only. And you can follow me on Instagram at, uh, at catboy underscore slim. Yeah, and some people were wondering if we had an email address. Oh, uh, we don't, but uh, if they want to email either one of us, I think that would work.
0: Yeah, well, maybe we'll
1: set one up. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll set one up.
0: Yeah, and feel free to uh, tweet at us, message us uh, any fan art that you have, any Please. recommendations, or anything you think would uh, fit our vibe or fit this show. We love hearing from everyone out there.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: So hopefully you are a bigger Godzilla fan than you were at the beginning of the show. I know I certainly am. I have (laughs) a lot of uh, reflecting to do and a lot of movies to watch. So I'm going to get out of here and fire up that old DVD player. Learn to love my little lizard friend. Um, (laughs) Am I talking about Godzilla or am I talking about something much more raunchy? (laughs) Mm. Who knows? I'll let you know next time, next Saturday at noon when we're back for more Mega Strange Podcast. Until then, stay strange everyone. Good night.